There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. from the free state of Florida sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Monday, February 5th, 2024. Yes, I said Monday. I was just here yesterday on Sunday. I'm back on Monday. And uh, before we get into things real quick, now I, I explained this on the last show, and I'm a fucking moron, okay? And I did the <laughs> did the show. Of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you heard it, so you you know. Uh, If you're watching this on Rumble, this is what you heard. Because evidently I didn't activate the microphone. (laughs) So, (laughs) and and the only reason I found this out was because I'm I'm a fucking idiot, I'm telling you. And I I don't even know if you're going to hear this. I won't know until I am done and I listen to it. So, if, if anyone's watching this or you come in, tell me if you can hear me or not because... I don't know. Uh, there's th- four different fucking microphone settings here, so I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm hoping I'm on the right one. I don't know. So we're going to go with what we got, and uh, hopefully it works. If not, then next time I'll try a different notch, and we'll try that one. So anyway, speaking of which, guys, so please make sure whatever podcast app you are listening to this on, because you can hear me on the podcast, because I'm not that much of a moron. I haven't done 360-some-odd shows that no one can hear. So obviously, I'm doing something right. I'm still trying to fiddle-faddle with this whole rumble thing. But nonetheless, guys, gals, whatever podcast app you, you are listening to this on, please make sure that you're following the show and that you share the show with your friends and family and loved ones and and hated ones. I don't know shit. Maybe maybe you don't like them, but uh, make sure you share this stuff. Not today. Watch with uh, 
with with the folks. Anyway, and if you're on Apple or Spotify, guys, if you could please leave me a rating, that would greatly help the traffic with this episode and with this show. Uh, we're we're doing great things. We are slowly climbing the ladder. Like I told you all yesterday, I am in the top 20% of all podcasts. Now, that sounds really great. It sounds, damn, if I'm top 20%, that's pretty fucking good. But, you know, there's like 10 million fucking podcasts. So I'm like, you know, anyway. So, guys, I would like to welcome a new sponsor to the DTOM show. They are Reaper Apparel Company. Uh, check them out at www.reaperapparelco.com. Use promo code DTOM to get uh, an extra 10% off your order. And also, you know, while you're buying stuff and you're buying t-shirts and hats and stuff like that, go to the DTOM store. Click the link. It's on the podcast uh, app. The uh, Reaper po- uh, Apple or website will be on there also, so you can check them out. And... Uh, yeah, buy some stuff. Help you, you know. This is just helping the show out. The Detom store, the link is also there. Uh, free shipping. Now, I was I was confused with this one. I told everyone that was free shipping just in the United States. I was wrong. It's free shipping everywhere, everywhere that you are listening to my voice, all across the spans of this globe or this fruited plain or whatever you want to call this thing that we live on. You can get the merch from the Detom show. For free. Well, you can't get it for free. You got to pay for it, but you can get it shipped for free. I should say that. So uh, check that out, guys. And if you are on social media, we are Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. Now, on the Ticker Talker, I'm just making drinks. And I'm using one of my uh, Don't Tread on America whiskey glasses. This is just a basic old fashioned, guys. If you want to know how to make it, if you don't know how to make one, check it out. But I do have some really cool and different drinks. So, go to the Ticker Talker World. So, we're, we're, we are also on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you're not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. All right. So, what are we going to talk about today? So, the reason I'm doing a show today is because I had doctor's appointments today. I had some scans. And, uh... Good, good news for you guys. I'm still around. They're not killing me yet, so my natural remedies are still working. Yay me. But um, now the wife's off Tuesday and Wednesday this week. She was like, oh, can you not just do a show today so we can spend time together? And I'm like, fuck, I don't have anything to talk about. So as soon as I got home from the doctors, I, I did a little research, and hopefully... I can bring you a decent show here today, and we can talk for about 45 minutes or so and uh, give you some information that's actually pertinent, because this is probably stuff I would have talked about tomorrow anyway, so if I'm bringing it to you today, that is kind of better because it's it's new. Tomorrow would kind of be old news, so anyway, hopefully on Rumble you can hear me, because I know you'll be able to hear the clip. Um, hopefully, because what happened on the show yesterday, I'm talking blah, 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 blah. Let me play the clip from McGillicuddy Jones. Now, mind you, the whole time, all they see is my lips moving. They don't hear anything. They just see. And then I play a clip. <laughs> they could hear the clip. So I, I figured that part out. So I did figure out how to play clips where the people on Rumble can hear it. But the whole time I was talking, they did not hear anything. So I'm hoping that is not the case today. 
Anyway, so today, uh, well, last week, they, they've been moving the uh, bipartisan border bill through uh, Senate, and it's going to the House this week to be voted on, where you have a, a chunk of Republicans saying this thing's dead on arrival, one of those being the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. But um, Chuck Schumer was on a TV show with people, and they were talking about stuff. It was crazy. But no, he was on with, uh, with uh, what's her name, Minka, whatever. I guess that's the Morning Joe show. And this is what he had to say about the whole situation. You've said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this, this bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through? Well, it's a great question, Mika. Look, it took a long time, four months of arduous negotiations. They fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times. I had to be on the phone even at midnight saying, we've got to keep going. Why? We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war, and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe and a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And the border, everyone has said it's chaos. A speaker, you just saw Speaker Johnson, he said it's mm -hmm. chaos, we have to do something legislative a few months ago. But what has happened in answer... So I'm going to stop this here real quick, because they're not actually talking about what's in the bill, they're just saying words. So I'm going to read this to you real quick. The new bill grants POTUS... Uh, DHS authority to shut down the southern border when it encounters when encounters reach 4,000 over a seven period day, uh, 5,000 over a seven period day, and 8,500 in a one day period. Here's the thing, and the reason I, I if you're watching this on Rumble, obviously you can see this, but if you're listening to this, I don't want to play this clip without explaining what's here. Here's the thing. And this is what pisses me off about this. And um, there was, uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. I say real quick, so you know that's not going to happen. But there was this, um, God bless it, Don. This is what I get for trying to throw a show together at the last minute. But um, you figure... Dipshit was brought into office. He he, you know, uh, you know, pledged allegiance to the flag, you know, over the Bible, that to protect the Constitution of the United States on January what was it, January twentieth of twenty one, and within a week he signed executive orders dismissing all of Donald Trump's executive orders on the border. So in the meantime, they basically ignored everything that was going on. On the border for the last three years. It's like, border? What border? What are you talking about? You know, Kamala's the borders are. What? And she never went. She never went to the border. What What? What are you talking about, border? What? what and then they come out recently. Oh, yeah, the border's in shambles. We have all these issues. It's been a problem for a long time. No fucking shit. 
And I talked about this about a week or so ago, and I gave you guys the numbers that since 2010, not one of those years up until Biden's first year in office did the numbers ever get over a hundred or over a million, I should say. And even that's even under Obama, Trump, until Biden got in there, there's been more people that have crossed that have been caught crossing that border. These are people that we know of. And the number, when I talked about this, was like a week or so ago, was over 6 million. In the three years he's been in office, you've had more people than in the 10 years prior. Two different presidents. You've had more in the three years than the 10 years prior. And yes, it's been a problem. Even three, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand a year is too many. Four thousand in a day, in a seven day, or eight thousand in a one day period is too many. It needs to be one. Just shut the motherfucker down. It shouldn't be the new bill grants POTUS DHS authority to shut down the southern border when our counters reach whatever. It should just be shut the fuck down. Make these fucking people that truly, really want to be in this country, fine. I have no problem with the people that legally want to knock on the door and say, I want to be in your country. There is not one country outside of America, there is not one country in this whole fucking world that you can just randomly go into without there being punishment. Most countries outside of America, if you try to uh, immigrate into that country, whatever the country is, you are not just allowed to just come in. You have to prove yourself worthy to that country. What are you bringing to the table? I want to I immigrate to England, whatever. What are you bringing to the table? Well, I'm a doctor. I, you know, I'm a heart surgeon, blah, 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 blah. You bring benefit. What do you do? I'm unemployed right now. I'm in between jobs. Last 10 years, I worked at Burger King. Um, but, you know, I'm really trying to move into management at Papa John's. So we're, we're going to see where this goes. And I'm not dis- besmirching the people that work at Burger King and Papa John's and stuff. My point is, is anybody can work at Burger King and Papa John's. Not everybody is a heart surgeon. You get it? So these countries want people that are bringing a value to their country, not people that are going to be drags on their societies, okay? But yet, we just open the door, come on in, no bubbles, no troubles, and that's the problem. I don't give a shit about four, five, eighty-five hundred. period, zero, zero, nilch, none. If they want to come in this country, they go to, through the proper authorities, the proper uh, whatever, the proper steps to become a citizen, which means you go to a port of entry, wherever that is, through Texas down to California, or you know, however you're coming into the country, you claim asylum, you claim whatever, you do whatever, whatever you're supposed to do. You don't sneak in across the river and through the woods to Grandma's house. We go. Let me finish playing this. So your your question. So this is crucial for America. It's a turning point. History is going to look over our shoulders and say, "Did we rise to the occasion?" To his credit, Mitch McConnell did. But too many Republicans, yeah. including Speaker Johnson, are just scared to death of Donald Trump. Donald Trump has said... And here's what he's not going to say. What this bill also includes 
and he wants to make it all about whoever being afraid of Donald Trump, and they don't want to give Biden a win. And this is what this is why they don't want to pass this bill, because you're calling it you're calling it the bipartisan border bill act or whatever it's called, right? And um, the thing is, is in addition to this bipartisan uh, border bill on having to stop illegals and help these people, da da da, whatever. It also includes over $90 billion in foreign aid, not including the hundreds of billion dollars we've already given to these other countries. This is in addition to $62 billion in military support to Ukraine, $14 billion in military support to Israel, $10 billion in, in humanitarian aid humanitarian aid for Gaza and Ukraine and $5 billion for partners in Indo-Pacific. Whatever the fuck that's for. I'm assuming Taiwan. Um, the only thing I can kind of get on board with of these four things is the humanitarian aid. Okay? I can get on board with that. But Israel brought this... <laughs> well, let me finish playing. Let me, let me I'll answer chaos. what he says. Donald Trump has said, well, wait till I become president. That'll take at least a year. Ukraine could be gone. The border will get much worse. War in the Middle East will get worse, maybe bring, bringing, bringing us into it. He's doing it all for political reasons. And let me just say, will senators, the crucial question, the $64,000 question, the majority of... It's, it's more like a 80... $800 billion question, Republican senators know this bill is the right thing to do. It's a compromise. I don't like everything in it. Neither does McConnell. But it's a compromise. That's the only way you get things important done in the Senate. We proved that two years ago in our bipartisan legislation. And will the senators drown out the political noise from Trump and his minions and do mm -hmm. the right thing for America? It's a so here's the thing. If we, according to what Schumer is saying here, if if we don't do this, if we if we uh, if we don't approve this bill, then Putin's going to take over Ukraine. Now, I'm not a smart man, but I'm pretty sure that this fucking Ukraine Russia situation has been going on for almost two years now. Has Russia taken over Ukraine? Do you mean to tell me that one of the most powerful let me move this here one of the most powerful militaries in the world hasn't been able to dominate Ukraine like they say it's supposed to have dominated them or going to dominate them? If <laughs> and I and I've talked about this before and I've gotten blamed when I talk about Israel and Gaza and I talk about Russia and Ukraine about being like a double agent. Oh, you're just you're a Putin apologist and all this and whatever. Here's the thing. I told you this two years ago, year and a half ago, that Putin's agenda with Ukraine has nothing to do with taking over the country. There is a civil war, which no one's telling you about. Mind you, no one's talking about this shit. There's a civil war going on in Ukraine, okay? It started about five years ago, okay? Now, you have regions of the Ukraine that don't want to be part of the Ukraine. They'd rather be part of Russia, 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 <laughs> Russia, because for 
hundreds of years, that was Russia. Okay? wasn't until 91 that that area became Ukraine. It was Ukraine. It was the region of Ukraine. But the southeastern region of that country is predominantly Russian people, Russian-speaking, Russian ancestry, and those types of situations. What Putin is doing is helping those people. So essentially, let me, let me put it like this. If... I'm not saying this would happen. Okay, let me let me flashback. Let's not use what's going on currently in Texas and and whatnot. Let's flashback to 1860. Let's get in the wayback machine with with, with uh, Mr. Peabody there. Um, <laughs> back in 1860, when all this was going on in the South, uh, Britain, Great Britain, had offered its help to the Confederate States uh, financially and militarily to the south now why would he have done why would great britain have done that well because a weak country is easier to defeat right now so essentially well don you're just saying that putin doesn't want to take over ukraine and i don't believe that he does because i think if that was the if that was the case it, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now it would already be a done deal and the reason i say that is because look what he did with crimea for example, 2014, he's like, that shit's ours. What are you going to do about it? Obama didn't do shit about it. They were like, okay, whatever. Right? If Putin truly, if his goal in life was to take over this whole country, it would already have been done deal. There would already be a massive war, not regional fighting. So the bullshit when these guys want to say, oh, if we don't do this, then Putin's going to take over Ukraine. That, if that was the goal, it would already been done. Oh, we need to send this money to Israel so, or, or their fighting's going to be going on forever. What the fuck you think's been going on? <laughs> this shit that happened on October 7th wasn't new. It's not like all of a sudden Hamas decided to say, hmm, let's go bomb some motherfuckers and glide in on some fucking hang gliders and cause some chaos. That wasn't new. That's It just happened to be an opportunity for somebody to say, we can benefit off of this. This has nothing to do with uh, Israel having to fight Hamas forever. They've been fighting these people. They might not be have always been called Hamas, but same difference. <laughs> it's a situation of knowing the bullshit. If you... Whoever, Republicans, Democrats, Schumer, McConnell, Johnson, I don't care, whoever. If you truly, if you truly want to protect the border, take all the other bullshit out. Take all the Ukraine and Israel stuff out. Take it out. That's another bill. Say, this is the border stuff. This is what we're going to do. Period. And if if you want to go with the 4,000 and 5,000, 85, whatever, 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 I guess it's something. I still say it should be zero, but who am I? Take the other bullshit out, you get it passed. Guarantee you, I guarantee you, if the shit about Ukraine and Israel and all that other bullshit wasn't in the bill, no bubbles, no troubles. But in the meantime, 
you have there was a bunch of bills that went through last week and the um so well, let me read this real quick so this was this was today so um this was a uh, joint statement from house gop leaders johnson steve scalise uh majority whip uh tom emmer and uh rep stefanik and they declare that senate's immigration bill is dead on arrival so when it hits the house they write the House Republicans oppose the Senate immigration bill because it fails in every policy area needed to secure our border and would actually incentivize more illegal immigration. Among its very, uh, many flaws, the bill expands work authorizations for illegal aliens while failing to include critical asylum uh, reforms. Even worse, its language allowing illegals to be released from physical custody would effectively effectively endorse the Biden catch and release policy. This so-called shutdown authority in the bill is anything but riddled with loopholes that grant far too much discretionary authority to security uh, secretary, I should say, Mayorkas, who has proven he will exploit every measure possible in uh, defiance of the law to keep the border open. The bill also fails to adequately stop the president's abuse of parole authority and provides the taxpayer funds to fly and house illegal immigrants in hotels through FEMA shelter and service programs. Because Biden has refused to utilize the broad executive authority to end the border catastrophe that he has, that he has created, the House led nine months ago with the message, or I'm sorry, with the passage of Security Border, Border, Border Act. The bill contains the necessary components to actually stem the flow of illegals and the present crisis, the, the Senate must take it up immediately. American sovereignty is at stake. Any consideration of this Senate bill in its current form is a waste of time and dead on arrival. See, in that security, uh, the Secure Border Act, H.R. 2, doesn't have anything about aid to other countries. And we can't have that. We have to spend money that we don't have. You know, like most people do. So... The thing that kills me about when you when you scour Twitter for stuff, you run into leftists. So, and this is something that I've been preaching, and I you know like I told you yesterday, Bongino talks about this, and it, and it's very much true, because most people don't, I, and I don't want to go through this whole thing again because I talked about it yesterday, but most people don't watch the news. You know, it might be on, it's on in the background. If you're sitting in a doctor's office or at the airport or whatever, it's probably on. But most people don't live their life around watching Fox or CNN or MSNBC. And they might scroll Twitter or Facebook or whatever. And they might come across a headline or a picture or something along those lines. And that's their news. Or if they're on TikTok or Snapchat or something. And, and you're going to get, if you're, even if you don't follow certain people on on Snapchat or Twitter, but you follow other certain people, you fall into an algorithm, okay? So you might come across someone that you don't necessarily follow, but they're a leftist or whatever the case may be, or they're, you know, righty, whatever. And they're going to just say something that, and you're like, oh, what was that? What was that? What did that person just say? Oh, shit, that's crazy. Donald Trump did this? Oh, yeah, he needs to be thrown in jail, you know? And this is a point in case right here. You have Brian Krasterstein, Krasterstein, Krasenstein, Krasenstein. Uh, he breaking details of the new border uh, bipartisan border bill has been released and includes the following. 
I'm going to read it just as he's wrote it. $650 million for the border wall, $4 billion to hire new asylum officers, and additional funds to provide counsel for unaccompanied children. Requires those crossing the border illegally to be detained or immediately returned to Mexico. Requires the president to shut down the border if numbers of migrants hit a specific threshold. We don't talk about that. We just say if it doesn't, you know, specific, whatever. Adjust the rules for who qualifies for asylum. Expedites the process for deciding asylum claims. Presidential emergency to shut down a border when it becomes overwhelmed. And he goes, let me guess, MAGA is against it because it'll help Biden. And that's what he writes. So if you follow this guy or you if if you know somebody or if you follow somebody that follows him or you see what i'm saying it's i don't follow this guy how he found my twitter i don't know someone must have commented on it that i do follow or they must have retweeted something i don't know point being is this most people will see that and be like well what's the problem what's what's the problem with this this is what the Republicans want it. This is the whole thing they're bitching about. It's shutting down the border and doing all this stuff. Why wouldn't they vote for this? This is bullshit. And then when it doesn't pass, that's how it's going to go. You see, Republicans don't care about the border. They're just full of shit. They don't care. But no, Mr. Brian Krasenstein, tell the people the whole fucking story. Now, I'll say this about that. In his Twitter thread, he does say a link to the whole story here. And I'll say this about Brian Krasenstein. He's smart. What, Don? You're just criticizing him. No, he's smart because he knows that most people are idiots. And most people are going to read what I just wrote, what I just, they're going to read what I just read you and say, well, son of a bitch. The Republicans are morons. Why wouldn't they vote for this? This is a whole problem we're having is all this bullshit and all these people and all this stuff. And the Republicans want to bitch about it, but yet, here you go, here's a bill, and they don't want to fucking vote for it. God damn it, the damn Republicans are all to blame. Because no one's going to roll down there and click the link of the whole story. They're not going to go to the, to his credit, he used the Fox News um, story. <laughs> Senate releases long-awaited border legislation, major asylum changes. Right, that's the title. So, most people, even this is from Fox, most people say, oh, we'll see. What's the problem? What the problem is? What the problem is? Read the whole thing. Because I got the bill here. We can read through it. We can speak, you know, we can do the lawyer talk. I'm not going to go through the 500 fucking pages that it is. The fact of the matter is, <laughs> is that um, it's going to, you're looking at more than just for the border aspect of $14 billion, but we can get around that. Because of all the other stuff, the agreement holds the potential to allocate $60 billion. You know, I already read this. That's your problem. If they would just pass HR2, you wouldn't have this issue. But I feel like there's a lot more to this. Because just this past week, you had 155 Democrats, House Democrats, voted against deporting illegals who commit Social Security fraud. So you have these people that have come to this country from wherever trying to get money that they did not, you know, Social Security, for those of you who don't know, is money that you pay in out of your paycheck every week, every two weeks, however you get paid. And that's how you get that money back when you turn a certain age. If you don't pay into that you don't get any money but yet these illegals are doing that to try and get money 
and they should go to jail for that because it's fraud. I don't give a fuck what country they're from. If you are an American and you try to commit Social Security fraud, you need to go to jail. These other motherfuckers need to go to jail. They need to get deported, whatever the case may be. But no, 155 House Dems say, no, 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 no. Then, on another bill, you had 150, 150 House Democrats voted against deporting illegals uh, convicted of DUIs. And you also had a handful of Democrats vote against barring Hamas members from the U.S. So I, if someone from Palestine, if a legitimate person that can surpass like a security, whatever the situation, you know, like a, like a vetting, for example, um, and they're sincerely from Palestine and are trying to seek asylum from being in a fucked up region, and they can pass uh, like a vetting process and everything. I have no problem with Palestinians coming in. I do, however, have a problem with Hamas terrorists coming over. Hamas are not Pal- well. Hamas are not your Palestinian people, and I know that sounds stupid because yes, they probably are Palestinian, but that's not what I'm trying to say. Your uh, grandma from Palestine's probably not Hamas. You understand what I'm saying? Hamas is basically like Al Qaeda. Or the who the well, the Houthi rebels or whatever you know they're they're a group they're they're the Crips they're the Bloods okay they should not be allowed in this country because what do you think they're doing over there that if they came here they wouldn't try to do the same thing maybe if you know Haji McGillicuddy came over here Hamas terrorist number two by himself yeah he's probably not going to get to do a whole bunch initially. But how long do you think it would be before, you know, Haji McGillicuddy there gathers up a group eventually causing terror and destruction? Oh, but, you know, we, we, we can't worry about that. And, um, and then there's the whole Ukraine aspect of things. Oh, if we don't do this, then the Ukrainians are going to get taken over by Russia, right? Well, here's the thing. Who in Ukraine wants this war outside of Zelensky himself honestly who in that country wants the war Zelensky confirms he's poised to fire military chief amid reports that the general held secret talks on achieving peace (laughs) wait hold on you mean to tell me you had a top ranking official on the Ukrainian military that is trying to seek peace with the Russians, and we can't have that. They want war. did a show about this on a, about a month ago, and I titled it, They Want War. Zelensky is, is I mean, I think he's just a puppet, number one. But in, in the grand scheme of things, he's doing what his bosses are telling him. He's doing what his handlers are saying. In the meantime, we're just giving this dude billions and billions and billions of dollars. What the fuck do you think Zelensky's doing with this money? I'm not saying he's keeping it all, but I guarantee he's not using it all. So Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has, given, uh, has finally given public confirmation that he's currently considering firing his top, his top, Military general in charge of the armed forces. After a week of denials, the Kiev officials amid the avalanche of reporting and leaks to the press, it also been widely reported that General... <laughs> uh, Val- I'm going to say Valerie because that's what it looks like. Valerie Zalzanuni, 
has rejected Zelensky's attempt to dismiss dis di to dismiss him. So let me get this straight. You're fired. No, fuck you. I'm not fired. <laughs> uh, leading to speculation that this could be the start of a mutiny. Given also, Zalushny is very popular and has a loyal following among military ranks. The Hill cited Sunday Italian news interview where Zelensky was asked whether he was going to fire his military commander. Zelensky then said the Ukraine populace want a reset and a new beginning is necessary, given things haven't gone well in the battlefield in the past year. He goes, I have something serious in mind which does not concern a single person but the direction of the country's leadership, adding that the plan is a replacement of a series of state leaders, not just in a single sector like the military. So the way I understand that is this. Zelensky's words. Replacement is a series of state leaders, not just a single sector like the military. So you have the top, the top military leader. So this would be like your SECDEF or your your head of the uh, the guys with the people. You know what I'm saying? No, the um, Joint Chiefs of Staff. If, be like, I don't know if Millie's still it or not, but it'd be like Millie or someone like that seeking peace. And Biden's saying, no, nah, I don't really like all that peace talk, so you're fired. Oh, and by the way, Schumer, you're fired, and McConnell, you're fired. I don't have a problem with those, by the way, but you see what I'm saying. You have a person like Zelensky where his the people that surround him are tired. They don't want war, and I would be willing to bet if you could honestly get a true answer, don't feel war is necessary. I think that what has happened has happened. The Donbass region, that southeastern region of the Ukraine, it's done. It's Russia's. Just redraw the fucking map. Say, that's Russia. Crimea, that whole little corner there, just that's now Russia. And we're we're over here. That's so when he makes a statement like that, where your top military people person, and I would assume his top state advisors his his i don't know their their political structures over there but like their their speaker of the house for example their their senate majority leader their senate their senate minority leaders their you know those types of people his chief of staff i don't know that those are the names but you understand what i'm saying is what he's talking about resetting that the people want this. The pe who's the people? Do the people of Ukraine want this? Or do the people in America, and not not people like you and I, but, you know, the people. The, the people that obviously count because we don't mean shit. Because if the whole goal here is peace, then why wouldn't you let that happen? Because the whole goal isn't peace. And then I'm going to close out the show with this. I'm going to twerk for you. Ready? No. Um, <laughs> there was a tweet this morning from the Israel, Israeli, Israel. Uh, this is the state of Israel's official Twitter account managed by the Israel's MFA's digital diplomacy team. So, sounds like a legitimate Twitter page. It's not like some dude in Israel made this tweet. He tweeted, or I shouldn't say he, they tweeted we will dance again now this took twitter by storm now why would you don why would that why would we will dance again why would that take twitter by storm 
Okay, well, word on the street is, so you had a lot of people say, is this a threat? It sounds like a threat. I say, are you threatening us? Now, this all comes on the heels of this whole border bill situation, which is what they're calling the bill. It's about the border. When it's not, it's about also helping these other countries. Actually, there's more money going to these other countries than to the border, so keep that in mind. But nonetheless, what is it? What does it all mean, Basil? Right? Well, you have this. So, if you don't know, the dancing Israelis. Okay, so this was uh, an FBI document shed light on apparent Mossad foreknowledge of the 9/11 attacks. Now, this came out last year. New York, for nearly two decades, one of the most overlooked and little-known arrest made in the aftermath of the December, September 11 attacks was the so-called high-fivers or dancing Israelis. However, new information released by the FBI on May 7th has brought fresh scrutiny of the possibility that dancing, quote-unquote, dancing Israelis of at least two whom were known Mossad operatives had prior knowledge of the attacks on the World Trade Center. Shortly after 8.46 on the day of the attacks, just minutes after the first plane struck the World Trade Center, five men later revealed to be Israeli nationalists have positioned themselves in the parking lot of the Doric apartment complex in Union City, New Jersey, where they were seen taking pictures and filming the attacks while also celebrating the destruction of the towers and high-fiving each other. At least one eyewitness interviewed by the FBI had seen the Israeli's van in the parking lot as early as 8 a.m. that day, more than 40 minutes prior to the attack. The story received coverage in the U.S. mainstream media at the time, but has since been largely forgotten. So that's what a lot of people are referring to, this whole, we will dance again. So, Don, that doesn't mean anything. Okay, it doesn't mean anything. But it means something. Your State Department, if if the Secretary of State tweeted some bullshit like that, if <laughs> if Anthony Blinken tweeted whatever, that was just a cryptic message, whom we'll dance again. What the fuck does that mean? It means something. It you don't just tweet something like that. It means something. Then when you Google Google. Dancing Israelis, or Google that phrase and see what comes up. And you'll be surprised to know that a lot of the stuff around 9-11, and we talked about it when I did the show last year on 9-11, about how involved the Mossad was with the CIA in that whole situation. Now, could this have been an, an idle threat, an invisible threat? Otherwise saying that if we don't continue to help out the Israelis with their murdering, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say it, of damn near 30,000 Palestinians. I don't care about the fucking Hamas people. Kill all them you want. I don't care. It's the 27 whatever thousand innocent lives that are being taken while you just randomly clear out a city, essentially. It's not Gaza as a country. It's a small swath of land. It's no. It's not even the size of any state in this country. Okay? You're not... You... And I, and I played this on a show a while back. They, the Israeli army, the IDF, they have... 
the ability to pinpoint kill somebody. They have the ability. I played a story from, I think it was like five years ago, where they killed a guy in his apartment on the whatever floor and didn't even destroy the building. Now they're just ruthlessly bombing whoever. Oh, we're going to take out this refugee camp because Bob Johnson might be there. Well, what about the other 500 people that are there? Well, they shouldn't be there. Where in the fuck are they going to go? You destroyed their house. Whatever. We got to get Bob Johnson. Or Bob Johnson. Whatever. You understand what I'm saying. So when the Israeli State Department makes a tweet like that, and you're going to have conspiracy theorists say, what the fuck is that all about? And then you start doing some Googling. Now, once again, I said this last year, the end of last year. There's going to be something that happens in this country between now, which was back, like I think I did it in November, and November of this new year, that's going to cause people to, something to happen. Not that, I don't think Biden has the support he needs, even trying to start wars, even trying to do every little thing he can. I think people are like, too little, too late. But, if something happens to, if if there is, God forbid, another 9-11 situation, which helped George Bush, if there is an inner country situation that causes him to declare martial law and suspend elections, not to say that Israel's going to fund or the Mossad is going to help uh, facilitate, facilitate, a 9-11 type attack, but what if it's not that? What if it's not a terrorist attack? What if it's something kind of like that, but not exactly? I don't know. I guess, essentially, that remains to be seen. I will say this about that. That's all I got for you guys today. Um... It is something to think about, and I I really wish to encourage you guys to, if you are so inclined, to maybe get in in contact (laughs) with your your Congress people and ask them to really pay attention to this bill because, yes, we do need border security, but no, we don't need more debt helping out other countries. The border bill was less than less than a billion dollars. Chump change, right? But we're given almost a hundred billion over there. So, guys, please make sure you're following the show. You click the plus button there. If you're on Apple or Spotify, you can give me a review, a rating. That'd be perfect. Make sure you're sharing this with your friends. And guys, don't forget about our new sponsor. Uh, Repo Apparel Company. The link will be at the bottom of the podcast app. And don't forget about Detom Store. It's tax time. I know you guys got some money. You can go buy a shirt. Come on. Help a brother out. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. And on the Twitter X machine at Detom underscore 1775. And as always on DontTreadOnAmerica.com. Other than that, guys, you have a fantastic rest of your Monday. And I will see you again on Thursday. Peace out.